PKN357. What's up, boys? Yeah, here we go. Going, man. You look like you've had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're feeling fantastic. <laughs> Let me see. It, it, it wasn't bad. I'm looking for my phone. Where did I put it? I just woke up like like literally 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and I feel like you're on the opposite end of that scale. You've just been like one sec. Having a rough time today. Yeah. Yeah. I Kyle and I were sitting down and Woody's obviously on vacation. And so I was like, did we get an update? So I was exercising, taking care of some work. And I was like, did did we get an update from Woody on if he would be here on time or what the thing is? We could always do it without him if he's late. And Kyle's like, let me see. Oh, yeah. He said, I have just finished towing him 50 miles through the Oh, I guess it's not going well. Like we both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today's course was in like, it's called the Swell of Utah. I hear Swell and I think, you know, dandy. Right? Yeah, dude, this fucking place. If we need to resume nuclear testing, this is where you do it. There is nobody around, and our course was silly. It was like a big capital U, when we could have easily just cut the cross of the top of it via like paved roads. Instead, we're taking these dirt roads at the very bottom of the U, in no man's land. Um, he hits a small little hiccup. Happens all the time. Like you get stuck in the sand and start swerving, and now he's off to the side of the road. Didn't even fall. You know, he's just stuck in deep sand. So he throttles out of it, and it worked. But then his bike pretty much stopped running. Like it would start a little bit, but didn't have enough power to move. Or sometimes he could get it to move like ten feet before mm -hmm. it stalled. His bike, for all intents and purposes, doesn't work. So we break out the toolkit and we just start checking shit. You know, we replace the CDI, whatever the fuck that thing is, some sort of ignition thing. We try to check for spark. We can't get his spark plug off, which would tell us a lot. Is it lean? Is it seized? Is it whatever. It seems to have compression. It might be fuel delivery. I don't know what's wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But a mechanic comes by in his car and, you know, under his guidance, we try stuff for like an hour. Did you call him or was that like happenstance? Happenstance. Oh, yeah, no. Cool. Dude, that guy was going deep in the desert you know Did we have any muffins with him no, <laughs> no. We're, we're like i don't know maybe two hours deep in the desert and he's like he has four more to go how fucking alone do you need to be i don't know i don't know i felt like we were alone like it's 104 degrees it's like eight thousand feet of altitude it's everything's exhausting super exhausting were super fast yeah, we were <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were plenty hot. It was like 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 it's all fun and games, and then it gets kind of like real dangerous real quick. Like this is an actual fucking problem. And uh, we tried to fix this bike; it didn't work. I had toe straps. I bought these thirty-seven dollar toe straps, thinking I'm a moron that I am a fool and his money who were soon parted. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, they also work as like tie downs and I'm like, you know, like whatever, maybe they'll come in handy. I'll pack Worst case scenario. This is some bondage gear. There yeah. you go. And, uh, dude, a week ago I shipped my BPAP home for a smaller, like travel size thing. Cause there's not much room on the bike. And I almost shipped the toe straps home too. Just thinking that I'm an idiot. Why did I buy these? It's like, yeah, I'll keep them. Whatevs. Mm. And, uh, I had to tow him 50 miles out of this desert. And like, I don't have a big, strong bike or anything. Like yeah. I, I wasn't sure Inky was going to make it, but, uh, but she did. She kept pulling, kept pulling. Wait, pulling. what's your bike's name? Inky. Cause she's small and she's black. I have two bikes, Inky. The other one is kinky cause it likes to get dirty. And you like to rhyme. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, Inky took us back to civilization. Uh, he bought me lunch and, um, I left him near a mechanic, a hotel and a restaurant. And uh, it's like, all right, with these things and money, 
you're in pretty good shape. I like to imagine that instead of taking taking him to any one of them, you just dropped him off in the middle of the street, and you're like, all right, hotel's that way. It's <laughs> <laughs> over there. <laughs> no, I pick. even went to Craigslist and found him two bikes to buy. And uh, I'm like, if you want to rejoin me, $189 delivery. These guys will put a bike at this hotel. You can take the hard pack and, and, and catch me, uh, I don't know, in Salt Lake City or something. Oh, wait, you're uh, leaving this man behind now? Yes, I'm, I'm now solo. He doesn't have a motorcycle. Oh, well, I, 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 I thought you were going to make maybe you'd like chill there until his motorcycle <laughs> got fixed, right? There, there's that. That's not it. No, but be, see, you move slow when you take the whole thing off. This is not bad. This is crazy. He, his bike broke. That's what I would do in reverse, right? Mm -hmm. I'm shocked so, by this. Turn how, so it's it's so fucked that it's like I don't know. So he actually gave me an update. Um, I'll read it to you. That would suck. Was his bike new too? Before all this, right? And no, not new. It was like um, 2015, I think. Okay. So he said, The room at the Whispering Sands Hotel are exceptionally clean and the Wi-Fi is exceptionally fast. The bike's condition has improved a little bit and I can maintain 15 to 20 miles an hour. So I'm oh, hopeful sure. it's just a full fuel problem. I don't know. And I'm going to start taking the carb apart. I'm in contact with a local co tow guy or one of them that we passed on the road and he will take me to Grand Junction. Perhaps I can get a U-Haul, but it's $4 a mile for 150 miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's Walk okay. Me. No, this guy's he's financially successful. Uh, um, anyway, there are options and I'm hopeful the bike can be fixed. I think the towing operation was the most epic part of this trip. So he's fine. Um, I found him two replacement bikes and uh, he's like, my wife is going to kill me. I'm like, asshole, you can buy a new bike every week. Like, yeah, you're fine. Uh, if you're looking at a statement, he can probably hide that somewhere in the weeds. Uh, the new <laughs> motorcycle, I'm sure if he's that red. I mean, it's not like he does really well though. So you didn't uh, offer to like pull that Dumb and Dumber thing, and where he just like hops on your bike and rides with you for it. The rest of the trip. Never make like <laughs> that's how adventures are made, Woody. You get that man on your on your back and, and carry. You guys him are setting this all wrong. No, this is this is the the standard protocol. You know, you take the guy to safety, you set him up. He had a hotel, a restaurant, and a mechanic nearby, and I found him two replacement bikes. That's right. That's right. You've heard the old adage, Taylor: always leave a man behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about staying. He just drive away just <laughs> Woody hang on I've got a hang now <laughs> he was talking about staying at the whispering sands for the next two weeks <laughs> he's got the time off <laughs> oh, you should go somewhere better than the whispering sands <laughs> I don't know I look immediately fine. Sweaty. you guys in your high standards that's, yeah that sucks what percentage of the way are you through like the actual trip? Is this over? This is well over halfway. No, not halfway yet. No. Um, so North Carolina to sort of maybe Colorado's like the lower left part. I'm in Utah right now. Mm -hmm. It spends a lot of time in Idaho in the top left and then goes back to Wisconsin and then home. Nah, like a third. I think. Well, yeah. We, if, if things go smoothly, like they've been going, then. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is how it's supposed to be. So uh, my, my only thing is like, I'm just imagining a scenario where like you don't wait on him to like get repaired or get a new bike or whatever it is. But then you break down like in the middle of the next desert and it's just you now. And so now you're towing the bike, the bike strapped to your back and you're just... <laughs> it, there is a higher risk now. It was nice you know, yeah, to have a backup and to be able to get towed out. There's of, no uh, one to cr climb down to the bottom of the cliff and pick you up now. That's right. Who is going to send my belongings to my next of kin? 
Yeah, you got to well, be extra no careful. They're going to like scavenge them right? most <laughs> of the places where your belongings will be found along this ride. But but yeah, yeah, no, it's you, a dangerous trip alone. There's bears. Dude, I so like I knew it was sort of dangerous in theory, right? Like mm-hmm. like oh yeah, yeah. What if you're out there alone? Uh, I've never been this isolated before. Yeah. I've never been 50 miles into this like you have high a gun? desert. No. Um, Why do you bring a gun, man? Because it's heavy and it's like, it, dude, I, <laughs> I barely had room for toe straps. Your, your baby gun. You could have brought a little gun so well, for, to prevent the hillbilly rape. Anything well, to prevent the hillbilly yeah. rape. You can't rape the willing. So, <laughs> it, uh, but yeah, yeah, we've had a couple of, dude, the, um, the, the no mountain passes, the California passes, the, uh, I wonder if I could carry a gun in all of these states. You don't tell people. Sure. Yeah, there's that. Utah, for sure you could. But yeah, you're bouncing around between a lot. most of right? them. You're good. Colorado, I wonder. It seemed a little blue. Yeah, I think um, most of them you're good as long as it's like in it seems your to be like, growing. luggage. Yeah, you're well. You're good if uh, no one stops you and searches. And they can't you, stop you because know? you have a gun. <laughs> and you're on a motorcycle that goes much faster. Right. You, you need a motorcycle. You literally need Judge Dredd to stop you at this point. It's funny, Kyle took this like you left him. Dude, I rescued him. That's how this went down. I rescued him. I, you did. You got him to the next I, town. I mean, I feel like if we took a vote right now, it just seems like you guys took off on this trip from North Carolina and like, oh, uh, his bike broke down. Oh, so you're going to wait around for him? Fuck that. No, that's you're wrong, though. Like, in, in the, I, I've seen a dozen like YouTube videos where like shit like this happens. People start together and don't finish together more often than not. What do you nice. think the chances are that he's actually going to get a new bike and continue on? Pretty good. Yeah. I, he'll either fix his bike or get a new one, I think. And then, I mean, a, a good day off-road is like 180, 200 miles. And a good day on-road is like 700 miles, you know? So it wouldn't be too hard to catch catch up. You getting sore yet? You get sore sitting on the bike that long? At the end of the day, um, I can be pretty tuckered out, but I wake up every morning just fine. That's good. Oh, well, glad you're having fun, and it was only 50 miles of, you know, redlining <laughs> your bike into some some no name western town from the Oregon Trail. It, it was a pretty epic experience. Like, like it was, it was a little, you know, like it was funny at the end of it. I, I had talked about this. Maybe you weren't here, Taylor. This is type one, two, and three fun. I keep bringing this up. Type one fun, super fun. Right now, right? It's a roller coaster. We, this is good, mm-hmm. but maybe not like deep and impactful, or maybe it is. Type two fun is the kind of fun that when you recollect upon it, when you recount the tale of the flat yeah. tire in the rain, like that was a good time. Yeah. That was cool. Type three fun is just not fucking fun. It's, it's never good. There's been some type two fun on this trip. And I was talking to Chris about it. He's like, that was type one fun. That was the greatest. And I'm like, uh, maybe 1.5. Like, 1. You know? there t- I never knew there were types of fun. Now, you know, yeah. now I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely true. There's a bunch of things that are just horrid in the in the moment. Actually, did was there? I'm sure you, you have look back water. though. They're kind of like your best moments. Do yeah. I have enough water? Is that what you asked? Yeah, like how much? I brought three liters today, and I kicked the two. There's a little bit left in the one, so I'm I'm pretty thirsty right now. Because that would be nerve wracking. Being yeah, hot and being and there has to be something in the back of your head like. Like a little rationing, like okay, well, if something does go bad, I want that extra liter just in case. I'm pretty thirsty Apparently now. That's but... not what you do. Like <laughs> it, like I don't know. It, I, I was listening to this expert, and he's like, you know, when I was new at this, he's he rescues people. He's like, I used to save water, 
and I'd finish my mission dehydrated with water in my bag. He's like, now I just drink the water I need. I stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. And if it does go longer or wrong, that water is in me. It's not like I wasted that water. And I was like, all right. Yeah, don't dehydrate yourself rationing the water. And also, Chris had a lot. He had like six liters. So that's, that's good. Because I remember like, because I've driven across Wyoming, and I'm sure it's similar to that, where there was one point where it just said like last gas station 208 miles. And it's like, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There's nothing. It's like I was with my younger brother at the time driving across all of Wyoming. And I was like, have we seen a car? He's like, no, it's been hours. And not behind us, not in front of us, not a cop, no one coming the other way. It's just barren. My There's trip here. So uh, gas tanks on motorcycles sometimes have reserve tanks. And what it is is you can picture the dipstick. Like it sucks from three quarters of the way down. And then you flip a switch and it sucks from the full bottom. That's a warning because we don't have gas gauges. Uh, mine's EFI, so it doesn't have that. It just has like an idiot light that comes on mm -hmm. when you're out of fuel. And... Uh, I can't see it very well because I have my phone and my GPS in front of my gauges right now. And coming to this town, my reserve light goes on with about 40 miles to spare. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm coming into town and I'm just sort of checking on everything. And I'm like, well, I'm 16 miles into my reserve tank. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're telling me <laughs> I have 24 miles and then I just stop moving forward. Yeah. You're telling so, me I could die if there wasn't <laughs> this bullshit town. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It was semi-planned too. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I knew how far the town was and how many miles I had in my tank, but I did cut it closer than I thought because I was going so fast. Like I was trying to get here on time, going eighty miles an hour uphill in the desert. It's freaking. You uh, loved every minute of this shit. I, I did. But but I knew that I was like following that, carrying that man. Like you sent me those pictures of you. Like this is not a good place for us to run out of for for. Uh, for I won't use his name for this gentleman to break his bike. And I'm thinking like, yeah, it is. You know, it is. You're, you're, just, you're like, a problem has arisen. Has it? And the picture, you, the, the selfie you sent, I'm like, that's, that is the hottest man in America right now. What he was just talking last week about like, I don't do well with heat. And he's just like, so I'm in the high desert. <laughs> No, but it's a dry heat. <laughs> it is very, a dry heat, but dry it dehydrates heat. the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally does. Like you're like fucking jerky out there. And no, you loved every minute of that shit. I I feel like the camaraderie though, like for me, okay, I get that like but if like the the mode of operation for this like journey is to like leave a man behind. But like I, I feel like I would miss like the camaraderie and like the sharing meals together and the like I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure you guys have like some hand signals you do on, when you're on bikes. You're, you're giving them like, like yeah, you're giving them <laughs> some of those, or just, or just like, oh right. There's and, some, and it's like funny. those are gone now. So we're together at the restaurants, and you know we get the hotels and we do laundry and stuff. But as soon as you put your helmet on, you're alone. Like yeah. it, it is really solitary. As soon as the helmet. If I were doing on. this with you, I would want us to have like a comm system so we could like chat. Yeah, we have a comm system where we could chat and we've opted not to. <laughs> we've, it's like, you know what? We're spending a lot of time together. And, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. think I, I think I'm starting to, to get a vibe for, for, for something. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, they're having gay sex in the desert. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't avoid it until the Weeping Willow Town, whatever the fuck it is. So okay. dry in my ass. I, I, I think I understand things better now. Okay. Well, 
I, I, it is a little more dangerous now, which I think you'll also enjoy more. Um, I'm sure Jackie is like, wait, so you're alone now? But, yeah, um, I haven't told her yet. I, I, mean, oh. I, I haven't showered. I haven't changed. I just came in. I sat at the computer and did the show. Well, we appreciate it. Um, we were, we were. I thought we were just going to do it without you at one point because I was like, how do they? I'm sure there's a little bit of thought process of like, all right, what's what's your next step now that you're broken down? Because I didn't know what the deal was going to be. Like, is it a situation where I leave you and go get help? Is it a situation where you hop on the back of my bike and I drive you to town? I honestly didn't even consider towing his bike. I didn't know that was going to be an option because I guess I didn't know he had toe straps. We thought of all those choices. Like, like I, I would have to drop my luggage back with his bike and, you know, to carry another person. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so I, I could have towed, I could have just, you know, dumb and dumber styled, put him on the back and, and taken him to civilization. But it just seemed like it solved a lot of problems to tow you know, all the gear out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's a lot to I ask did, my it bike, sounds like you did, did it, it. you did it the easiest way. You, you got everything, all of your stuff to the right place without having to double back. Yeah. And it worked. But I'm sure you've never done anything like that before. Like, what if your bike had stopped working five miles into that? Because <laughs> I'm sure your bike was hot. You know, from doing what it already been doing, and like, like to let the clutch going out. In there. You know how you let a clutch out. You can drive a stick shift. Yeah, the clutch is slipping for like three quarters of a second, maybe. No right? way. Oh no. Right, like, like you know what I'm saying. As you let the clutch, you let like that process of in, engaging the clutch. Is oh, like okay, okay. I less thought than you meant that, like you're, it's like, like it's not. Oh it's no, not, no, it's not working. It, I am halfway on the clutch for like 15 seconds as I'm trying to get the two motorcycles up to speed. And I'm like, this is the, maybe the longest I've ever rubbed a clutch. But yeah, you know, we did that a couple of times. But it, it, everything worked. Everything worked. Yeah, motorcycles so, aren't known for their towing capacity. <laughs> no. It's not really there. Like you said, there was a part of me that, like, like Chris has clearly defined the adversity to be cooler than the cool parts you know you went there thinking that like cinnamon pass california pass this all like these giant rocky mountain passes where you go up to 13 14 000 feet uh, across the rocky mountains like those are supposed to be the most epic parts of the trip but chris liked breaking down in the high desert i, I prefer you know the driving yeah <laughs> I, I to me i think those like um I don't even know what it's called, but like, like in the in Forrest Gump, that really like flat desert road that you see in a lot of movies um, in the Southwest, wherever the fuck it is. Um, where that was it's the just, trip here, here, I, dude. But that even that, I mean, that's pavement. <laughs> I know, but I wonder. Uh, I You're out in the sand, dudes. Like in the good, the bad, and the ugly when they when they torture each other in the desert. That. I, like I was thinking of Forrest Gump today because I'm driving and it's just like pastel colored cliffs on either side of me. The sky is huge. I can't get past that. Having lived in North Carolina for so long, there are trees everywhere. Yeah. And, it, and, and the buildings are like taller, you know, like everything's like two, three stories around here. Like a one story building is an oddity out here. There's nothing. It, it's just like the sky is huge. It, it just like, where my knees are seems like the highest thing around and, and the whole sky is gigantic and these pastel cliffs and the distance and it is, it is outrageous. I, I see. Go ahead, Kyle. What were you going to ask? I, I didn't want to interrupt you. I was just trying to keep, kind of keep my, my, my question loaded. Um, cause I, I forget things so easily. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you've given us your route many times, but, yeah. but you're not going through Arizona, are you? 
Mm, I don't think so. I think that's south of me now, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's southwest. Um, yeah. Oh, ex. No, I, I went through a little New Mexico, and I was I just going to say the most beautiful place I've ever been to was called Sedona, Arizona. Uh huh. Um, I think it's kind of a tourist trap, probably. Um, okay. It's probably a, but but they the the it's it's that because of the views. Um, they have like one of those little like touristy trap towns with like like they have a cowboy and an Indian who walk the streets like in full like dress uh, costume mm. and they've got like tons of gift shops but like fancy gift shops like it's not somewhere where you go by like like an eight dollar knickknacks and shit yeah they've got like thousand dollar knickknacks because I, I think like a lot of uh, more affluent people like vacation there like they had like one of those blown glass shops and I'm like ah I'm gonna get some blown glass for my mom. And like the cheapest thing they have is like twenty seven hundred dollars, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not gonna get some blown glass for my mom. Yeah. I'll get Pretty something at Target. Nobody touch her. <laughs> Nobody. It looked like one of those places where like you bump one thing and you end up working for them. Like, like. <laughs> do you guys know what Slick Rock is, or like in Moab, Utah? No. Mm -mm. I so <laughs> it's um it's rock. And it's all these like humps and valleys and stuff. And it's steep. And it's this like mountain biker four by four paradise where like for me, this is like a really famous place. And Moab is like the Disney world for off-roading. And I found myself in Moab and I'm like, dude, we got to like check out the Slick Rock. Like, like we got to go see these things. And yeah, I am sure you've seen like, you know, interesting feats of four by fours going up parts of Moab. Mm -hmm. Like you would recognize it oh, anyway. Okay. Oh, yeah, this yeah. looks dangerous. So I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm here. I should do a ticket's $2 to get in this place. And I'm like, Chris, like, why wouldn't you do that? We came all this way. So I, I get us both tickets. Chris goes, uh, Moab. Can you look up slick rock and see if uh, it shows any of these like four? Yeah, by that's four? The thing. yeah. If you do Moab slick rock, it pulls up these trails on their site. And some of them are astoundingly steep. And there's it just it's just a guy on a big rock. There's no yeah. there's no tape. There's nothing to tell you where to go. I buy my two dollar ticket, and the guy who like works for the state or whatever is like, that bike is too big for these trails. And I'm like, well, on top of that, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and he sells me a ticket. And uh, I thought I would ride my motorcycle where the four by fours were going, like, you know, follow the Jeep trails. Mm -hmm. But I've never been here. I don't know what I'm doing. And it turns out I'm on the mountain bike trails, which are just ridiculous. They're like, I, like I'm, I'm going down and there's these exhausted mountain bikers looking like they're about to die, pushing their bikes up because they yeah. can't pedal. <laughs> and uh, like there's these ledges that are like two feet down, drops and shit. And I'm like, well... I didn't come all this way not to do it. And uh, and I started hitting it. And I, anyway, I did it for miles. And then I turned around. There was a spot where my bike just literally, like it, if I took the steering wheel all the way to the lock or the handlebars, it wouldn't turn that sharp. And I'm like, well, I, I can't do this. And and the consequences of falling there were really high. It was yeah, like dire. <laughs> like 75 foot ledges down and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't. I literally can't. So I turned around and I did it all in reverse and it was pretty badass. It, it was really cool. I have some video. Are you listening to music as you're doing all this or are you listening to Stormlight Archive? Like, Yeah, so I'm probably about halfway done the third book. Nice. Where are you? I am just, I'm, I'm barely into the fourth book. Uh, 
I was hoping I'd when, catch you. When you guys are done with this, I've got a, a completely different um, book I want us all to read because I'm too what far behind now. I'm not. I'm not. Yes, you in. are. Kyle. I'm, too <laughs> I'm, I'm too far behind. Kyle like, like, is like, 130 is, hours behind. You can't it would catch be like her. if I tried to join your motorcycle journey now. Like, that's how <laughs> far behind I am. Like, if like, you add up all four books, I think it's 5,000 pages. It's um, <laughs> because I've been, I've been. I found this thing on you on YouTube where like they were talking about like the scariest, one of the scariest villains in sci-fi. And uh, and started I started looking into it a little bit more, and it's this book series. I'm I'm going through my history on like YouTube Watched to find mm -hmm. uh, the name of it. It'll just take me a couple Do minutes. You know who wrote it? No, I I just I watched a couple of videos like about it, and uh, and and I was really interested. It's it's like Hyperion. Um, Hyperion is, is H Y P E R I O N. Um, Hyperion. Have I read this? Hyperion Cantos? Is it a series? Yes, it's a series. Hyperion Simmons novel by Dan Simmons. Okay, let's see what we got here. I'll read this. There's only only like 500 pages. Oh, there's a bunch of books. One, two, six-part book series. Or no, wait, this is this is all one book, right? I think there are multiple books. Okay, um, this is not I, I, I'm thinking of. I, I watched like 20 this. minutes of YouTube about it, um, and I stopped before I got it got to any like serious spoilers. Um, they were mostly just talking about the villain in the show. I guess the the broad strokes that I took from like the quick YouTube video I watched was this is in the future, maybe four or five hundred years from now, and some sort of science experiment ruined Earth, like ruined it, and so like it's uninhabitable now. But we have made it to a bunch of other star systems, and we've connected these planets that we've colonized with some sort of a like fast track type travel mm -hmm. system. It's not as if we can just like take off into like space and like get anywhere at any speed that that's reasonable. But if we're on like the fast pass system that we've got connecting the, our planets, we can jump from one to the other very quickly. Mm -hmm. And we can also communicate to them very quickly. But then there are these like outback planets that are not on the, the highway system and they huh. are really difficult to get to. And uh, Hyperion, I believe, is one of those planets. That's and, cool. And there's... um. A couple of the things that were on Hyperion, um, it seemed like there were like some artifacts from an alien race that like they don't understand. Um, at least at the beginning of the book series, they don't understand mm -hmm. like like something that predates humanity by like a very long time. And and but the aliens aren't there anymore. But there's some sort of a villainous creature called the Shrike that lives on this um, planet, and he is a four-armed humanoid like thing. Does he impale you to death? He does. Like he a impales you on yeah. a tree of woe where you suffer for all of eternity. Oh, no. Um, That's yes. worse than regular impaling. You know it's what? It's much worse because you is, never die. How's he not <laughs> running out of trees? He has an enormous metal tree thing, um, and which is apparently some sort of a simulation of a tree that your, your, your mind is plugged into. Um, so it, uh, it appears to the outside viewer that you are impaled on a tree, but in reality you are in some sort of a mind, like a matrix style he, system. He does this to just cause he gets, he's like a demon or he's like, you don't know. That, and, and that, that's what the guy in the YouTube video said. And like, but we don't know why he does it. He just <laughs> does it. He just and loves there's nothing we can do about it. And it's like, like, like apparently he's just invincible and he's just covered in metal. He looks like he's just made of like mercury covered in spines and um he's just a, a real scary figure 
who tortures his victims to death for n unknown reasons. And well, we'll have to read. Said, I just bought the paperbacks. So we'll figure. They it made out. it sound like there weren't like a hundred people on this tree. There weren't a thousand people on this tree. There were like a hundred million people stuck to the tree or something like that. It reminded me of Big that tree. that scene from Rick and Morty where he the the evil. Um, Morty oh, where they put all the Mortys on the outside of the dome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering if that's like... I wonder if it's a reference to this book series now because it sounds like he's got like a huge amount of people suffering continuously. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why would he do that? And like, maybe it, maybe that's what that was referencing. That, yeah, what that does Rick he have to gain? Episode. What does he have the, to gain from this? And uh, no, I'm sorry, Carrie. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious. Like, like maybe maybe we watch or, or read that together. I'll, I'll you read guys that for sure. Have this wrapped up. But I mean... You would love this series, Stormlight Archive. You would really, really enjoy it. Like it's it's right up your fucking alley. Like he does such a good job. Like I was reading like his website, which I've said before. This guy is like, it's like he's going out of his way to like dueling birds, George R. R. Martin. Where like if he doesn't give an update on his book, he like didn't give one for like eight days, and he's like, I'm so sorry, guys. He's Mormon. He's like, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm uh, I'm on vacation in Zurich or whatever, but I did bang out a few chapters while I was here, and I plan to get back on board. And you know, we'll get blah 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 blah. blah. Like he's he just tears through it like a 1,200 page book every two and a half three years, which is you know a lot of work. But I'm I'm loving this series. This is my favorite fantasy series I've read in fucking forever. The de the the amount of depth. Where there's there's like five ideals and ten gods and there's a hundred layers to everything and every time. But you it think also you moves, it, right? Yeah. Unlike Tolkien, who we all know is not a very good author, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't just spend six pages explaining how dark it is or how stony the road is or whatever. Like it, sometimes they just go into super detail that doesn't progress the story along. This guy progresses the story, like it's pretty yeah. good. Having said that. I'm a little concerned some of these main characters are getting too powerful, right? You, you've got Kaladin, who's literally a fucking Jedi who can fly now, right? He's got a sword mm -hmm. that slices through anything. He can take people with the force push and stick them to walls and stuff. And he can fly over the storms and travel to places. Yeah. And it's like, you're kind of powerful when everyone else is a spearman. And then you've got... Um, the king what's his name with a g oh gavilar uh, gavilar yeah gavilar is like showing off to people by intentionally like he's like kyle i'll duel you but you get a sword and i don't for the first oh. three minutes and then we'll switch and then he goes three minutes and well it goes like two minutes and 50 seconds and then i allow you to stab me obviously and then I thrust myself onto your sword and I pull it in deeper and stab myself through the chest and say, that's a thrust just to fucking show off how well I heal. Jesus. That's Dalinar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you just cut this guy's head off? Doesn't that work? You know, that would be the better way to do it. Um, just cut someone's head off. But you're right about like the, the escalation of powers. And I don't want to, I don't know where you're at. I think I mean, middle of book three, like the only thing that keeps it even is that they got like a, times 10 boosts the, the good guys to their powers. Right. Meanwhile, the bad guys got like a times 30 boost. And so they've people, they got people who can fly better than Kaladin and they can, they summoned their own storm, the ever storm that comes the other way and mm -hmm. they, they pull power from it and they've got all their own spren fucking technology and everything. I'm just, I'm so enthralled in it. I'm like dreaming about it. Oh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been reading it so much. I'm like dreaming about it. It's, it's great. 
you would you would really enjoy this story. That the characters are so well fleshed out. There's a couple characters that I'm pretty bored by, but even then, like like who? Uh, I, oh. I was bored by Eshonai. Uh, I was I'm bored by Venli. The the Parshman, the Parshendi part of the book is like. Thank, I got so worried in book three. I'm like, oh no, he's going to spend a lot of time on these on these folks, and I just don't really care that much. I want to get back to Dalinar and Kaladin and Shallan mm -hmm. and, and Jasna and all them. And thankfully, they keep that short. But like, I don't know if you can get it in the audiobooks because, but like, you can tell when he like Brandon Sanderson is getting real when in like the last hundred pages of every chapter. Usually, it's Game of Thrones style where it's like. Adeline, and it's all from his perspective. But like in the last couple chapters of the book, it's like during the battle scenes, he's jumping back and forth, different perspectives. Like when the paragraphs get to be like five lines a piece, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, 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 so much is happening right now. It's it's great. I recommend it to everyone. So another book series we could go to that's also like crazy long and epic is Dune, Frank Herbert's Dune, uh, and they are making like a massive like two hundred fifty million dollar movie about I it. You this, read that uh, one. Uh, I don't know. I have watched the movie. Uh -oh. the The books are extensive. Are they supposed I to be better than the movie? Um, well, all right. So the movie is known as one of the biggest like flops of all time because I've seen of, it. Like, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it, it had an incredibly. It, it just it took years and went through like crazy production process. Um, they're making a new one though, like like um, not a sequel either. They're they're and this time they're going to make it. Uh, like like multiple parts um, mm -hmm. because it, there's so much going on. Like just in, just doing the first book in one movie is nonsense. It's like with like with Lord of the Rings, um, it was so it was super nonsensical, right? To make three Hobbit movies, it made yeah, no right, sense. Right, right. The opposite is true for for Dune and trying to make like what you're going to do the first Dune book in one movie, the whole book. Mm -hmm. no, come on, how are you going to establish like? 50,000 years of human history right at the beginning. Uh, we'll just have voiceover. We'll just have a lady literally mm. appear on camera and, and go, in the early days. And just and that's what they do. They literally have, yeah. uh, I can't remember the actress's name. She's very beautiful, but um, and and uh, you recognize her, but she just appears on screen, like her her head floating in darkness and with like some crown on. And she gives you like 20,000 years of human history in like three minutes of just, just she's, like, she's like, all right, let me lay this out for you. And it's just like, come, yeah. And there's also, movie. there's no time between plans and execution in that movie where they will be like, we have to get together in order to capture the, the priests there. And then like next scene, it's like, we've captured the priest. Yep. <laughs> what, do we, what do we do next? We must deliver we him to the Oracle. And then it's like star wipe Oracle. And they're star wipe. terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you're right about that. Editing. There is an extended version. There is an extended version where, where the gaps are filled in a little bit. And that's the version I prefer. But um, I do like, like what's going on in that, uh, um, that universe, every universe that, that does this sort of like sci-fi, like space travel thing has a hard time with like, um, like how the space travel works. I'm always interested mm -hmm. in that. Like Star Trek does a completely different thing than Star Wars. And, um, um, um Oh yeah. And in Star Trek, they're they're warping space. In Star Wars, they're There's going no fast. In, right? No. Their their ship is um actually going to some sort of a like subspace realm where if your star drive like cuts out in the middle of it and like malfunctions, you just end up there forever. Float like, like in this that's other Star realm. Wars? Yeah, in like another dimension. They never really cover it in the movies, but huh. that's how it's working. Um, and then like, uh, in Dune, they've got like these hyper, uh, evolved humans that do not look human anymore. They look more like, um, 
um, what are those sea, like sea cows? They look like sea cows floating in like big in tanks of liquid. Um, they just look completely disgusting, and they've been like hyper evolved by using the spice melange, which is like the MacGuffin of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Is that on one planet called Arrakis in the entire known universe? There is this stuff called the spice, and the spice is like I don't know. It's a it's a it does everything. Like like not only does it make if you if, not only is it a fun drug to use like like oh I feel great, yeah. but also like it over time it turns you more and more into a superhuman. Um, like like you start getting powers, um, like mm. all sorts of like low level powers at first. Then your eyes start glowing blue in a really cool kind of way. Um, but it also like Wait, powers that's the space movie travel. Where at the at the end, out of left field, they just like leave and go to some jungle overgrown and find an old guy in there with a bunch of cats, right? No, that is not that movie. <laughs> Which one's that's, that? I don't know what movie you're no, talking no, about. No. With the okay. jungle cats. No, not um, no, 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 but that sounds like Congo or something. Which is, is that the movie where movie? in the end he sits on a park bench and it turns out that uh, the kid's not retarded? <laughs> yep, that's it. it turns out he's been sitting on he's been sitting two blocks away from his destination for the, for the entire movie, and and he, it really hammers home this guy actually is retarded, huh? <laughs> Um, so my, my, uh, my Colorado trip is quickly approaching, uh, like a hundred days now. So we're, we're getting everything arranged. Um, Very nice. and, uh, and, and we're, we're planning everything out. We, we picked a house out and, uh, we're, we're getting the boys all organized. We're seeing if all of our Canadian friends are going to be able to immigrate down here for the, for the trip and all that. Um, and I'm, I'm already like booking fun things to do. There's a place that rents motorcycles, uh, in Denver. And I'm looking at like their motorcycle rentals to like go through the canyons of, of, um, the, the mountains up there. And they've, I'm looking at this Triumph Tiger 800. Um, That's one of the bikes Chris might buy. It's a great bike. Um, I like that looks, bike a lot. It looks like, I don't know. It, it looks exactly like. Uh, That's cool. It would fit in with your with, with you guys bikes. Like even the one I'm looking at here is like. It would. It's a, it's the it's an adventure bike, the same class as mine, mm -hmm. a little bigger and stronger, which isn't always perfect. Like uh, if you're off road, a light bike is handy, but if you're on road, a bigger bike is nice. So it's just. It's great. It's a great bike for sure. Yeah, and it's like a hundred bucks a day or something like that. Um, and you know, maybe two or three days of just like touring the uh, the mountains up there. I think I thought that might be fun, especially. If How do they work helmets? I have no idea. No, that's something I would look into, and I have to get my license. Um, oh, obviously, yeah. so I need a helmet for that anyway. So maybe I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many moving things. I, I don't know what to do. It's like, oh, I'll just buy a cheap helmet. It's like, why are you going to buy a cheap helmet if you're eventually going to want a good helmet? I don't know. <laughs> do I start off with like a, a really nice helmet and nothing else? Yeah, probably. I don't know. How much? I, I, you probably don't even have a helmet budget, right? Like, I'm, I want to say like, how much do you want to spend? And you're like, how much should I spend? How much right? the helmet That's how cost. I would start, right? Somewhere between 100 and and $1,000. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what helmets cost. That is what helmets cost. A thousand dollars would be kind of extreme and something mm -hmm. that uh, certain race organizations might require. Yeah, and a uh, hundred would be uh, almost as safe. It probably wouldn't fit as well. You know, like uh, mm -hmm. the higher end helmets have foam that you can remove that fits you real nice. Um, I would, you know, I'd point you in the middle. Like, yeah, I get a four hundred dollar scorpion or something like that, and yeah. uh, that's what I might get next as an air bladder that makes it sort of squeeze like the you know old Reeboks or Nikes did back in the day. Okay. And, um, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely going to lean on you whenever I do some motorcycle gear shopping and stuff because I feel like it's one of those things that like 
we all have this in common, but like when we get into something, we get obsessive and we yeah. go down that rabbit hole of research. And I feel like you've already done all the research for me. So like if yeah. I want to know like which gloves, pants, shoes, et cetera, you'd be like, oh no, don't get those. Don't get those. Yeah. These have a lifetime warranty and they're $30 <laughs> more. Yeah. On a lot of this stuff, I could point you in the right direction. You tell me the mission, I'll tell you the gear. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to wait till you get back from your fucking adventure though if you do if you do if i do yeah that's a, that's a strong point <laughs> now we're solo for now i i found him two motorcycles I'm, in my head i'm he's he's uh concerned about what his wife is going to think about buying mm -hmm. a backup motorcycle midway through but it's yeah. like bro <laughs> you're fine like worst case scenario you sell it when you get back right like like sure and and and, and i mean I, I can't imagine you take a big hit Hmm. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I. I mean, it's. It's what I do too. I would just buy another motorcycle. Um. It just. It yeah. makes. It does make sense. I would already have the motorcycle if I were him. I, like I'd be like, yeah, it's this one. Uh, do I do I, get, do I need to get plates for it, or can I run this temporary tag the rest of the trip? I just swap my I, old plate over, right? Not that we'd ever do that, but that might be plan A. <laughs> that is plan A. That'd be my plan. A. We just put the other yeah. tag on there and play and fame it. If you if you feign ignorance as a white man with most crimes, <laughs> you get you get right through. Now, now look, obviously what? I can't I, do that. You can't I tried to feign ignorance for the longest time with my thing, and it almost worked. All right? <laughs> I, I thought I paid those taxes. <laughs> <laughs> now I know I need plates, but you're one. telling me I need different plates? Why do they even do it like that? No, so, officer, you don't understand. I have a plate. Look, <laughs> that is literally a dinner plate. <laughs> Remember that guy who like was trying to like stick his finger up at the uh, at the helmet law, and he had like he had met all the technical requirements for a motorcycle helmet. He's like, it has a strap that goes down. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. It the there are two straps. Yeah, yeah, there are, and it is on top of my head, and it is made of a hard material, class three. And they're like. All right, checks out. What but is it? Sir, like it, is, <laughs> it is literally a round piece of plastic <laughs> that he drew that he drilled holes in and put a chin strap on and put shoestrings through and tied <laughs> under his chin. And and they're just like, technically, it meets all the requirements, sir. <laughs> like like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just if that guy wants to crack his head open, go for it. He's he's Dude. literally one of those people who wants to be like like those people who's like, I am an I am an admiral of the road. I'm uh, a traveling citizen, and this is my vessel. <laughs> is my I vessel. follow maritime law. <laughs> As a captain of a vessel, I outrank you, Lieutenant, and I, and I, and I order you to go back to, to the precinct. <laughs> You're going to have to call the Admiral of the Highway Patrol if you want to stop me again. Yeah. I will yield to I'm, no I'm, other captain. I'm actually writing you a ticket for not saluting a superior. <laughs> Uh, Showing your, your fucking credentials, Dave and Buster's power card. You pull out your own ticket book in front of a cop. That's a real power move. You start, yeah. If you were like a, an OSHA guy who is like, actually, you pulled me over incorrectly, you're getting the ticket. That uh, would probably be, that's probably happened at some point. Like an dude, OSHA person got pulled over by a cop who didn't do it right. And they were a like, YouTube channel called Audit the Auditor. And uh, are you familiar with what an auditor is? Yeah, yeah. You are. This is like a police auditor, not a tax oh, auditor. No, no, I, no, no, I, 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 just, I guess they look through auditor. cases. And... Okay, so it, when I hear auditor, I think an accountant who you know, looks through people's books and makes sure that the, the numbers are right. There is a kind of auditor. These are like amateur YouTubers 
who go out of their way to kind of annoy police and film them and make sure that the police respond appropriately. That's funny. Yeah. Well, this channel, Audit the Auditor, is pretty cool. The guy's an actual attorney. And he goes and reviews how these auditors do and you know what they're getting right, what they're getting wrong, when they when they appropriately exercise their right to remain silent and when shit like, no, I'm not giving you my driver's license actually is against the law. You, you have to give it over, mm -hmm. you know, for example, if you pulled over. But if you're walking around and they ask for ID, you can basically be like, no, 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 I don't answer questions. I don't want to give you my name. They're like, why are you filming me? Like someone called us. And so there's a random dude filming this federal building and it's like, I'm doing this to get you to come, but, but I'm not yeah. going to say that. <laughs> it's so funny you said that because like that show that I keep recommending Mr. In Between, he mm -hmm. is an expert of like his, 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 um, of his rights, of his rights. Like the police come to his house and they're like, yeah, we heard that you went to a lady's house this afternoon and threatened her. And he's like, I don't answer questions. Mm, all right. I'm not sure how I, Spawn to that. Um, she said you were you were menacing. I don't answer questions. <laughs> Is this your house? I don't answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like looking through the screen door, and all he'll say is, "I don't answer questions." <laughs> and they're just like, "Yeah, fuck." You can do that in a lot of. I don't even know if you're talking to the right guy. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if you're driving, you can't, for example. And yeah. Anyway, audit the auditor. Sometimes police pull over police, and he usually covers those interactions too because they're filmed, and it's pretty neat. I love it when police police police. Yeah, that <laughs> when is police, actually grammatically correct. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the video where the guy, um, like the cop, has been like been on break or something, and he's showing back up at his own station house, and the guy is just like, the guy catches him as he's getting out of his fucking cruiser and going into the station house he's like how you doing today sir where, where are you coming from and he's like what oh <laughs> i know this one yeah where are you yeah. coming from <laughs> have why you been are you drinking? asking me that <laughs> doesn't really matter sir where, where, where you come from this afternoon you've been drinking and he's just like the cop is like he has been drinking that's the fun part like, oh he's really lunch, he's had a couple beers like he's just like what are you why are you questioning me i'd like to know where you've been this afternoon where you're headed and if you've if you've been drinking, sir, <laughs> just like and just this all in his face asking him these questions, and the guy's clearly getting flustered, like because because he he's has had a beer or yeah. two for lunch, you know. It's he's probably not DUI level, but he shouldn't be drinking at all because he's on the job. Yeah, it's, that seems like hilarious. a needless risk as a cop to have a couple beers at lunch. Like people are gonna notice you're sitting there like a day. cop. Or I guess, yeah, cops can kind of do whatever they want a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, that I know that interaction, and it's pretty cool because he's like, Where have you been? And the guy's like, why are you asking me this? He's, and the way he asks him if he's drinking is as if the other replies made him know that he's drinking. You know, where are you coming from? What? Why would you ask that? What? Have you been drinking? Like, like yeah. you know, the way that it led into it. it it's great. I like the interaction. Taylor, did you, did you buy that 500-page softback book just now? Yes. Yeah. The way you commit to books amazes me. If I buy it, I'm going to read it. And so, like, yeah, I, I swear you could just be like, like, hey, here's a 15 hour task if you're interested. Well, I am. Yes, yeah. I will do that right now. I'm signing well, up. Like, like Kyle was saying, like, we all have this like fixation on things where we get so obsessed. So, like, I haven't watched a TV show in earnest in well over a month. Like, every time it's late at night and I like want to decompress or something, it's just fucking book. Like, read like, that. Your level of reading is next level. I see you read. And the progress you make, and I'm like, 
Is that what it takes to spell that well? Because I'm not sure it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Audible. Like, like Audible so I, nice. Like, 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 I like going at my own speed. I, I like whenever they advertise with us because it's like, yeah, they really are the best fucking service. Like, I've got so much mm -hmm. shit on my Audible that I need to get back to. I still haven't gotten back to the um, the uh, the the series with the fucking Hell Divers. Like, like I'm still in like book three or yeah, book three. Like, I'm mm -hmm. like five hours, five or six hours into book three mm -hmm. or something like that. So fucking cool. And I own the rest of them. I need to get back to yeah. that. I'm Audible's looking at nice. my Audible right now. Like, it's nothing but Stephen King, Hell Divers, Poker. Okay. Get your Brandon Sanders. Just look up Stormlight Archive. I bet you got a free ticket or coin. I've got or so many. Yeah, oh, get, go get them. Get them. I think Stormlight Archive is kind of expensive. So you'd want to, the way we do it is if a book is under like $15, we might just buy it. Uh, and if it's one of those like $45 books, we tend to use the tokens. Yeah. That's our, yeah. That's I, I usually, I do the same. It's definitely a smart way. Yeah. Same, same here. So this book is $32 or one credit. Yeah. 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 Take the credit. Yeah. Don't use your credit on a nine ninety. And they're trying store. to tell me that like it's only thirty two dollars because of Prime Day, and it's normally sixty four dollars. Jesus, I don't think yeah, I paid sixty four. The Way of the Kings, The Way of Kings. Yeah, that's the first book. Yikes! Very uh, good. You'll like it. I mean, business with this content, I may have to pirate a book. Did you see how long <laughs> it was? I didn't. It's like forty seven hours. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's but book one. What do you have book to? If well, I'm like one of those guys that, who, three if you're one of those guys who does the the voice work for like books, right? You know, they come along, they're like, yeah, it's a it's a twelve hour book, awesome, awesome. I'll knock that out this mm -hmm. weekend. Yeah, it's a twenty two hour book. All right, all right, three day weekend it is, sir. It's actually sixty hours long, and and they want you to commit to eight books. <sighs> I, was, I was wanting to go on vacation this summer. It's, though. it's it's actually slated to be a ten book series. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> it's going to be ten books. Like, every is that for real? Yeah, I think it is. I, I saw something on the Reddit for Stormlight Archive where where it was like the list of like. Well, obviously, there's no titles for those because they're all about two and a half, three years apart. But yeah, you'll you'll really enjoy it. It's a ton of fun to sit and listen to, just like it is to read. I'm sure. You want to watch this quick little like one minute thing from Mister In Between? Sure. Oh. sure. Zach, will you play that video that I linked in there for us, please? Mr. In between, kind of straight, kind of guy. Like it both. It is possible <laughs> Zach stepped away. Ah, uh, maybe he did. Oh, oh there, there he is. <clears throat> I don't answer questions. We don't have audio. Oh, I don't have the audio on it. Is that the main character? Yeah. He looks funny. <laughs> looks like, like a thumb. Yeah, there's a bit of a thumb vibe there. I like <laughs> it a lot. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm current with the show now. I'm watching week to week. It's, Dude, this uh, is the best internet I've had in a week. I might watch Mr. In Between tonight. I feel like I am time-sharing, multiplexing an internet connection. I get yeah. a shitty connection for five seconds, then I lose it for the next 20, and then it comes back. I, I It is hard to watch anything. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, okay, is there somebody? Afternoon, sir. Are you Ray Shoesmith? I don't answer questions. Can I help you? Well, <laughs> does he live here? I don't answer questions. Okay, is there somebody here who can answer questions? I don't answer questions. I can't really know how to respond to that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to a woman by the name of Petra Jenkins. 
she says you threatened her and tried to menace her. Did she? Yeah. You got anything you want to say about that? I don't answer questions. <laughs> Would you mind telling us why? I don't answer questions. Okay. See ya. <laughs> see i the way you were describing it i didn't think i thought it was going to be more like i don't answer questions i mean but like he's saying it in a menacing way <laughs> he's, he's a very menacing, menacing man like, like look at that you can see that thumbnail for a brief second where he's just looking demonic like, yeah. like the, the great part is the switch he makes between like like even that instance right there is about him being a good dad because his daughter is being picked on by this other little girl. And he's like talking to her about the difference between standing up for yourself and being a doormat. And he's like, I'm going to take care of this one for you. But in the future, you can't be a doormat. And you can't worry about what people think about you. Because you can't change how people think about you. So why would, it, why would you let it affect you? There's nothing you can do about it. So Thank he you. just, yeah, he just goes and uh, goes to the little other little girl's mother. And like, hey, your daughter's picking on my daughter. And she's like, my daughter wouldn't do that. I was like, well, my daughter wouldn't lie. She's like, well, why wouldn't either? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess we we'll have to handle this some bitch. other way. You to get that big bitch to beat her up, right? He literally, yeah, he literally goes and gets a big bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's I awesome. Well, I mean, that's a smart move in this show. Seems very illegal to conscript a child into assaulting another. But, anywho... Yeah, I'm excited to read some more of my book tonight. I'm, I'm gonna. I still got the Hyperion page up. I've been I've been poking around here trying to learn more. This looks really neat. It'd be fun to read all or read as you guys listen. We can all talk about it. This is what we're gonna be. Uh, we really are gonna be a lesbian book club. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're trending in that direction. I, I'd rather be a lesbian book club than eat roadkill. He's like, fucking prophetic. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we need to own that to get a badge. Yeah. I would have let me a book plug background. Books <laughs> are fucking awesome. That's my. That's uh. I, I like I like books more than movies at this point. I think. Yeah. Um. I I think I I always say this. I beat this drum. Movies and TV have gotten so much better. You were talking about Dune and how it sucked twenty years ago. I don't know. And um, yeah, there's a chance the next Dune does it justice. It looks because good. nowadays people are willing to invest a, a quarter billion dollars into making a great movie. They do it all the time in the Marvel universe, but not just Marvel. They give it a shot here and there. If you tell someone we're establishing a new universe and there's sequel potential and this could be a thing, they'll invest in it. You know what actually looks good as far as movies coming out? And I'm hesitant to even say this because I think I'm going to be wrong. Uh, the new Suicide Squad. So like the last one was awful. Ooh. I hated it because it had Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. And Will Smith just can't. What, what makes you think this anymore? one? What makes you think so like this But anyway, so the new one's done by James Gunn. You know the guy who does, who does uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think he's he does good work. I've liked everything he's done for a long time, and uh, it looks like they went really zany with it. Um, and they included some of the Suicide Squad characters that you, you. It's like wait, so there's a Anna, there's a there's a man shark. So he's like a he's like a he's like a man with a shark's head. Oh no, he's a man with like a full shark's body. Um, it's that's uh, not useful. It it <laughs> actually it, it's super. Uh, we can watch it. You want to watch the trailer? 
because I was just about to describe the trailer, but yeah, I actually just opened it up. I thought I saw the shark guy. I mean, this is the kind of stuff you can't put in YouTube. Oh, video okay. Anymore. Fair enough. Looking, um, looks like he has the head of a shark and the body of a. a he person. has like, but but his whole shark is his whole body is shark like, um, and there's a bunch of like goofy fucking characters in it. And um, I'm trying to think the funny part. Oh, they're all like the whole Suicide Squad, um, squad is on like a cargo plane. I guess they're going to be like dropped in somewhere. And they're kind of getting to know each other. And the one guy is like, there's one guy who just looks, he's fully animated. He's an animated character. And he looks monstrous. Is this this dirty cat thing? Yes. And the guy is like, he's like, what is this? What is, is it a, is it a dog? Is it a, is this a werewolf? And everybody's like, is that a werewolf? Tell us if that's a werewolf. And they're like, (laughs) and the the main guy comes in. He's like, no, calm down. He's a weasel. And he never hurt anybody. Why? Actually, he killed like 27 kids, but he's not going to hurt you. <laughs> and the weasel thing is just like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like does he like, have powers or just the powers of a weasel? It's really <laughs> just the powers of a pedophilic uh, giant weasel. Uh, oh, apparently, they need to put him like, back in jail. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they're, they're, they all belong back in jail, but they've got like a job that they got a dirty job for these guys to do. So they pulled them out. They're all like, that's the thing about the Suicide Squad. Squad. They're all murdering bad mm-hmm. guys that they use to do dirty work. Um, in this one, Idris Elba plays the, the, uh, the role that Will Smith played in the first one. He's like, uh, I don't know. I can't remember the character's name, but he's like some sort of like firearms expert. Like he never misses, I guess. Is it Deadeye? Might, might be. be Deadeye. Yeah. And, uh, and they, and, and, uh, they're like, he's in prison for shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. <laughs> like, like, is that like why that, he's in prison? That's why he's in prison. He put Superman, they're like, he put Superman in the ICU by shooting him with a kryptonite bullet <laughs> does the shark guy have any powers i mean sh- they're all <laughs> on the radios they're like all right everyone check in do you see the target and the shark guy comes on he's like i see a bird and he's like staring at a pigeon like wanting to eat the pigeon and they're like stay off the mic <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he appears to be a retarded shark Dead man shot. who's okay. who's who's really ups- you know he still has shark instincts so yeah. I'm imagining like he's just going to go off the rails at times and They're just useless in things. any tactical area. Most of them do seem useless. Um, it, it seems pretty interesting. I don't know. It looked funny to me. It looked kind of zany, and uh, and I was into it. Well, I'm we'll remember ahead. your prediction. Maybe you'll uh, be proven right. Yes. I, I think it's going it, to most likely going to be shit because um, yeah. DC just yeah, can't make a good terrible. movie. They've made like two good movies ever. Batman was good. That whole series was good. With the Liam Neeson. Batman. Yeah, yeah. The three Batman. Yeah. Some people don't like the third one, but I do. Yeah, I thought the third one, I mean, doesn't stand up to the second one, obviously, but I, Tom Hardy did a good job. He did as good with that character garbage. as he could. They Dude, fucked up his on. voice and his delivery. When you get to the end of that movie and they all have a fist fight in the streets of Gotham over a nuclear weapon. Okay, that's really It's just dumb. like, come on. It's broad. First of all, Batman in daylight doesn't work. You can't have Batman walking around like like in daylight. It doesn't I, I, work. I, he looks I've like heard an criticism before. But like Marvel does it and they own it and they say like, look, it, this is a fictional story. You're going to have to work with me here, right? Like mm-hmm. they remember at one point Hawkeye is talking to maybe Wanda and, uh, you know, she's not sure about it. What am I going to do? And he's like, I've got a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Let's go. <laughs> are you in or are you out? And, and that, that's what movie. makes it work, yeah. right? If, 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 some, if Batman had had that scene with Alfred and Alfred was just like, sir, you it's daylight. Everybody's going to see you, you know, in your cod piece and everything. He's like, I know it's super embarrassing, but 
bats got to do what a bat's got to do. They don't know my real dick size. Master Wine, this is getting <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> my throat, Alfred, my throat. <laughs> my, Master Wine, your father made me promise to never let you do anything this cringe. <laughs> I have to do it, Alfred. I have to go fist fight Tom Hardy. It's getting on. Like, why does Tom Hardy have a gun? Yeah, he's a like, bad guy. He should have so he should be flush with guns. I, 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 he I mean, blew up that stadium. He had bombs. No, they only have bombs, but no guns. And like huge oversight. Huge oversight. And it's not just Tom uh, Hardy. But he's got like a no gang. gun zone. Yeah, his gang of like <laughs> just kind of riffraff, like fist, three, fist fighting ruffians. Yeah, no, like, that was like, his, like, his whole gang of ruffians was like previous home, like two days ex homeless, where he just drove yeah. around like join us and I will give you soup, and it's just <laughs> people jump in and you know, it was the Joker's whole character seemed a little like Joker is just a really bad decision maker. That's the scoop on him. How are we going to wealthy guy though? Like, how are we going to deal with a guy who makes so un, such unpredictable decisions? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was that like, like he he doesn't always act in his best interests. He hardly um, ever. So does he's unpredictable in that way. But he also seemed to have like endless money, kind of like Batman does to to like buy. And he and he didn't care about money because he he burned like what must have been a trillion dollars or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Fighting inflation. He. I mean, <laughs> honestly. That would have really like the economy would have been booming after that, right? If he burns a trillion dollars, how would that help the economy? I don't. If, if well, it seems you see like what dollar take, would be strong. Money out. Of, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like an international trading, all of a sudden the dollar is super strong. I need a lot of infrastructure work over there in Gotham City now. That's going to be. Yeah. I can't put that up. together. I'm like, wouldn't it have been better if he just took the million and spread it around? If you'd yeah. gone to a hot air balloon and dropped it and made Wouldn't everyone that cost like, like hyperinflation, though, if you just pumps a trillion dollars. I'm not sure that the trillion dollars existed in either case. Where did he rob that? Where did he get that money from? Just he, a series I mean, of he, banks. He extorted right? that money from everybody. Like he made everybody give him like a like like a billion dollars or something. I don't. Yeah, that whole like racial cavalcade of gangsters. Yeah, uh, it was like you know, and then like the black guy, the white, the obviously like Eastern European white guy. Uh, like a Chinese uh, Japanese guy. or Chinese guy, and they're yeah. all like freaking out when he lights it on fire. The United Nations of criminals in a like a kitchen somewhere. Yeah, these guys are flush with cash, and they're wait. What what was that thing where they're you know even the Joker's like you're so afraid of the Batman that you're sitting in a kitchen shaking like all that shit, and it's like that's not how this would go. They'd be up in a penthouse somewhere with like armored walls if they were that spooked. They wouldn't be like hiding out at Denny's. Batman's my one of my favorite superheroes, but I could I could smoke Batman like like he would be so easy to kill. Like it seems like he always shows up if you start doing some crime. So then you just shoot him, right? You can I don't like, know why they have yeah. such a hard time shooting this guy. Honestly, like just wait. Like they know what his identity is. Hire some like a couple of crackheads to like run him down when he's leaving a gala with his car. Like it, that's it. His, his car kind of stands out. Yeah. No, not in his car. I'm saying when, when yeah. Batman is leaving the little gala with his his woman, Joker just has a couple people psh, drive at him, kill him and his date. I would have been a so much better Joker. I would have burned <laughs> fake money. You've got the accent down. I, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. You could do the impression. I would do. Yeah, I would. I would have kept the money. Actually, that would have made me not the Joker, just a normal criminal. Yeah, pretty much. I wonder if pretty there's much. good money in reading audiobooks. I don't like know. being the voice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if no, I'm sure how popular the book gets. 
I bet they do lots of voice work. Like I bet they they read books and they also like like video games and also like video games and like uh like like, like animated shit and stuff like you guys that. You're so good at accents. Do you think you could do it so consistently I'd know who the character is because when I listen to an audiobook sometimes I barely know their names, but I hear their voices and I instantly know who we're talking I about. I know I could not. Yeah, um, I don't think I could. I mean, it, you'd have to no. do a voice that was just slightly off of your own so that you wouldn't lose yourself like in the 40s. I was thinking, now. like, if I was to do an audiobook, the main character would sound like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so he's covered. <laughs> I would love that. Like, by chapter three, you have to give, like, a little, you know, prologue. Like, now all the characters sound like <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen different ways of doing it. Um, the guy who does... I may be wrong about this because it's been a while since I've listened, but I think the guy who does Helldivers just does the same voice for everyone. Really? Um, I think maybe, and I know that the guy from that does uh, the uh, the Hannibal Lecter movies, like Silence of the Lambs and uh, Red Dragon. I think he just does like he can't do voices. He has the most deep, manly voice I've ever heard. So like, and I've talked about this before, but there's the one scene where husband and wife are driving the car kids in the back seat and the wife leans over and it's like valentine's day or her birthday or something he's like well what do you want but in the, in the reader's voice he's like well what do you want <laughs> and then the wife leans over and she goes you're big prick all night long and like when he says that i'm just like oh <laughs> no. you made it like, gay how did you that's make heterosexual girl voice. sex between a <laughs> husband and a wife gay like How would you do a girl voice? But he's got the most gravelly, deep man. He's like a Gears of War character actor. Like he sounds like he should be wearing eight hundred pounds of armor and fucking mm -hmm. stomping mutants out. But instead, he's doing the full read of Red Dragon. Boys, I have had a day. Yeah, let's. Well, uh, we can uh, cut it off right here. Can <laughs> I bet. I bet when you take a shower, it's sandy in the bottom. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> the bathtub is dirty afterwards. Yeah. Uh, all yeah, right. PKN three fifty seven.